This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Diana Bartolini, a speaker, writer, and spiritual director who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hello, everyone. It's Diana Bartolini. And Deacon John, back again. And we are going to be continuing our conversation on Habits of Freedom by Father Christopher Collins, S.J. Before we begin, though, I want to mention to you a program that Deacon John and I are doing on the Sunday Mass readings. So we are giving everyone the opportunity to join with us on Wednesday evenings at 7.30 Eastern Time, uh, virtually, to talk about the upcoming Sunday readings, and I will drop a link to signing up for that in the show notes if you are interested. It's a pretty low-pressure group. You just need to come, show up, and pay attention to what's going on. And you don't have to read the readings ahead of time because we read them during our session. It's a great way to prepare. And that's what we do during Advent, right? We're preparing. Preparing is very important. Let's go back to the book. In looking at this chapter, the overriding theme that both Deacon John and I thought about was this sense of who are we? And that knowing who we are is important. And I want to start us off with the quote from Father Collins that is on page 20 of the book. And it says this, We cannot be truly happy until we are truly free. And we need to know who it is that we truly are if we are to be truly free. The fundamental question then is, what is our true identity? So that's the question we're going to try to answer in our conversation. Well, the true identity would be how God sees us. And how does he see us? Considering how are we made? We are made in his image and likeness. So if we are made in the image and likeness of God, then God must see us as fundamentally being good. True. Now, Father Collins talks about two particular situations that get us into trouble. By trouble, what I mean is that we don't know who we are. One of the biggest things that we see in the Old Testament is people not knowing who they are, because what have they done? They have forgotten who God is in their life. The first example, really, is Adam and Eve. Oh, yes, Adam and Eve. Eve engages in a conversation with the serpent, who we know is the evil one. She engages in this sort of questioning, like, what if, maybe possibly? What could, might happen? Does that sound like anything anyone here does? Like that, that, that sense of what is, is not necessarily what's important and what I'm going to focus on. I'm going to focus on what might happen. And when we're focusing on what might happen, we're moving away from God, God. and moving away from the person he created. The entire Old Testament is the story of people moving away from God. And then what does God do when that happens? He calls them out. He calls them out. First, we see in this 
big exodus, hint, 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 yes? yes, this exodus of the people of Israel leaving Egypt, going into the desert. He calls them into the desert so that they are going to rely solely and fully on him. That's right. There's no distractions in the desert. There's nothing there but them and God, and he provided everything they needed, so they didn't need anything else, right? There was no, well, what if? But in the the whole of the Old Testament is the story of the Jewish people going toward God, going away from God, going toward him, going away from him. And each time they go away, he sends a prophet. He sends someone to call them back to him. And for the time that they are with him, it's all good with God. So what is the lesson in that? From those events, what do we want to take away from those events? That's that constant going away to, from God, going toward God. Well, if they learn their lesson as they, well, we would like to think they should have, then it was better when they were with God than not with God. They should fully concentrate on being with God to that end daily conversation with God. And I think maybe what happened was they got distracted by things and they just slowly slipped away from uh, thinking about God, conversing with God, and we all know what happened after that. All heck breaks loose without God. And I think the same thing is true with us in our own spiritual life. When we are not putting God first and talking with him, praying on a regular basis, we lose touch with who we truly are. So let's go back to the next thing that Father Collins talks about is this. We have to know who we truly are. And he talks about the fact that we are created in the image and likeness of God, which comes from scripture, of course. It's not something he's making up himself. And made in the image and likeness of God, I think one of the places that we see it most clearly in the New Testament is at Jesus's baptism. Father Collins talks about this, that in our baptism, we are fully the person God has created us to be. I'm going to read just, it's just a couple of verses from Luke uh, chapter 3, verses 21 and 22. And this is going to be the focus of the next bit of our conversation. After all the people had been baptized, and Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove, and a voice came from heaven, you are my beloved son, with you I am well pleased. Now this is the Father speaking to the Son. But this is also the Father speaking to each and every single one of us. When God says to Jesus, my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased, with you I am well pleased, he says that to us. Even when we wander away, he still keeps saying it to us. What we have to focus in on then is what is God saying to us in our prayer time, which means in order to hear God, you have to have a prayer time. There's no getting around it. 
you know, the subtitle of this book is Five Ignatian Tools for Clearing Your Mind and Resting Daily in the Lord. You don't have a strong relationship with God if you are not present to Him. And that's a problem for a lot of people, including myself, to be able to find that time of the day to just spend with God in, in quiet time. You find it difficult a lot of times. All my fault, because I, I don't make the time, but I just seem like I'm so busy, just like most of the people that I hear, oh, you yeah, were just so busy. I'm not sure what I'm doing, but I'm doing stuff and I'm busy. And planning for this quiet time every day is, is something I should be doing, maybe other people should be doing. Put it on your calendar, you know, 10, 15 minutes a day, sometime during the day. It would be a good, um, good thing to do. Set your alarm on your phone <sighs> if you want. I do that. Yeah. So here's the, the, the crux of this is that if we want to be close to God, and if we want to have a life of freedom, which is the life that God created us for, mm. then spending time with him is not optional. It's imperative. And I'm not one to, like, I don't really want to sit here and tell y'all what to do with your life, because that's not my responsibility. But what is my responsibility is to tell you how I see it work in my own life. And that is when I have time every morning with scripture in quiet, in solitude, my day goes better. Everything just goes better. It doesn't mean that it's easy or without trouble, but when those things happen, I am equipped to deal with them. And it doesn't have to be hours and hours each day. But sometime every day where you put aside all the distractions and you spend time with God. Deacon John wants to tell you a story about when we were dating. Yeah, we, we started that many, many years ago. All right, I'll take back one of those minis. When, when we did start dating, you know, I didn't say to myself, well, you know, I, I like her, but, you know, I don't need to see her that often. Maybe I'll just see her once a month, talk to her once a month. You know, that thought didn't cross my mind. I, I liked her so much. I wanted to be with her as as much as I could. And, you know, in one way or another, we, we talked or we saw each other like every day. And we were able to do that time-wise, that time of our life. It's, it's the same with God. If we want a good relationship with him, we can't just talk to him once or twice a year. Daily conversation would, would be the best thing to help keep and strengthen the, the relationship that we have with him. Just like being with each other when we're dating was a good idea when we were building our relationship together. It really is how you build a relationship. As, as John says, how we built a relationship together when we started dating to get to know each other, it's the same way we build that relationship with God. It requires time on our part. It really does. And it's time very, very well spent. I never regret spending time with God. Never. I don't think I ever regretted spending time with John either. Oh, thanks. Let's just circle back to the two main points. Eve got into difficulty when she started engaging in wondering in a what-if what could go wrong, maybe this, maybe that kind of thinking, instead of being present to 
the present and to God in that moment. So that's one thing. And the second thing is, is that God created us in his image, in his likeness. And because of that, no one can take that away from us, first of all. And second of all, just as he said to Jesus at Jesus' baptism, you are my beloved son, with you I am well pleased, he says the same thing to each one of us. You are my beloved son. You are my beloved daughter. With you I am well pleased. And that, my friends, is going to be your not lukewarm challenge for this week. Mm. I would like you to consider sitting with those few verses from Luke. So Luke chapter 3, verses 21 and 22. And put yourself into the scene. And you might want to read a little bit ahead of time uh, some of the verses in front of that if you want, just to get a sense of where this is taking place and how it's unfolding. And ask yourself, what is God saying to me? What is God saying to me as he looks down from heaven and sees you? That is my encouragement for you for this week. I hope you all, well, we hope you have a wonderful week. We do. And that you continue to live not lukewarm. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, tell a friend, or leave a review wherever you listen. Show notes and links are at notlukewarmpodcast.com.